0: Hi everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. On this episode, we are going to be reviewing a specific type of exercise that has been found to not only slow the progression of multiple sclerosis, but also improve cognition, specifically cog fog, as well as fatigue. So what I'm referring to is high intensity interval training. What we're going to be reviewing is what that is and what that means for you rules for high intensity interval training, how anyone, regardless of your level of strength or energy levels can do high intensity interval training. And at the end, I'm going to give you an example of exactly what you can do for your high and low intensity exercises on a day that you're feeling more fatigue, as well as on a day that you're feeling nice and strong. So let's just dive into it, shall we? There are over 200 published research studies, probably more than that, honestly, but at least 200 that demonstrate the benefits of exercise for people with multiple sclerosis. But more recently, research has looked at aerobic exercise and interval training. And what we have found from these studies is that all aerobic exercise or cardio exercise is good. I'm gonna be using those two terms interchangeably, aerobic and cardio. So we know that that is good specifically for people with MS, but we also know that high intensity interval training is best for cog fog and fatigue. I'm going to use the phrase high intensity interval training interchangeably with HIIT. If you ever see Something that's spelled out H I I T, pronounced as HIT, that is high intensity interval training. So we know that all aerobic exercise is good, but this high intensity interval training is best for certain symptoms. And there's also evidence that exercise might be neuroprotective. And in some studies, but not all studies, HIT was seen as boosting BDNF which is a brain derived neurotropic factor that is a protein that protects our neural pathways. And it actually encourages growth of new neural pathways. So we definitely want a lot of BDNF and exercise has been shown to release this in our bodies. So these studies included a variety of people ranging from relapsing MS to progressive MS. So we know that these conclusions made in the studies can be helpful for most people with MS, not just those with relapsing MS or just people with progressive MS. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic today is partially to educate you that this is a type of exercise that we should be looking into. However, the second reason is because I know that a lot of people hear the phrase high intensity interval training or HIT, and they feel like it's really intense and that it's not for them. And I just wanna share with you that truly anyone can do high intensity interval training. You don't need to still be running long distances or uh, you know, at the peak of your fitness at all. This is for anyone. So I'm going to review a few rules for high intensity interval training and then give you an example of exactly what you can be doing for your high and low intensity exercises. Rule number one is to pick an exercise or several exercises that feel like it's high intensity for you. And the reason why I emphasize for you is because every person is different. There might be an exercise that I do that feels really high intensity, but for someone else, it might feel low intensity or for someone else, it might feel like it's way too challenging. That's not, that's overly intense for them. So rule number one, pick an exercise or a few exercises that feel like high intensity for you. And that would be any exercise or movement that increases your heart rate. That makes you feel like your heart is pounding a little faster than normal. Rule number two is to pick an exercise or a few exercises that feel less challenging, that feels more low intensity, and it brings your heart rate back down to a normal heart rate or just less than what it was for your high intensity exercises. Rule number three Choose a timeline or an interval set. So for example, how long are you going to do your high intensity exercise for? Are you going to do it for 30 seconds or one minute or two minutes or longer? How long are you going to do that for? And you also want to choose a timeline or an interval set for your low intensity movement. Will you do your low intensity exercise for one minute or two minutes or three minutes. So at the end of the day, you might decide, I'm gonna do my high intensity interval movement for 30 seconds, then I'm going to follow it with my low intensity interval movement for two minutes to recover. Or maybe your high intensity is one minute and your low intensity is two minutes. Rule number four is to choose a duration for the entire workout. So you're going to be going back and forth between these intervals of high intensity movements and low intensity movements, but how long do you wanna do that for? Maybe it's a total of five minutes, or maybe it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes. So these are the main rules. I'll review them again. Number one, pick one or multiple high intensity exercises which is anything that makes your heart rate feel like it pounds a little faster. Rule number two, pick a few low-intensity exercises that can bring your heart rate back down. Number three, choose an interval set. How long will you be doing your high-intensity movement for? And how long will you be doing your low-intensity movement for? And rule number four, choose a duration for the whole workout. How long will you spend doing your high-intensity interval training movements for? One thing I want to add is that while there is research proving that high-intensity interval training is effective for those with MS, there are no guidelines yet. There is no protocol that suggests a certain timeline of the number of minutes or seconds that you are doing your high-intensity interval exercise or your low-intensity interval exercise. And there's no guidelines yet that you should be doing high intensity interval training for 20 minutes a day, five days a week, or anything like that. Hopefully in the near future, we will have more guidelines. But as of right now, we just know that going back and forth between a high intensity exercise and a low intensity exercise is going to be helpful for those with MS. Now I want to take you through some examples. And please keep in mind that High-intensity movements and low-intensity movements are going to be very different for each individual person with MS, but even for you, each day, your high-intensity exercises might be different levels of intensity. Same with your low-intensity. So use this as a guide. My suggestions for a day that you are feeling fatigued, but you still want to exercise, would be this. Your high intensity exercises potentially could be seated marching or seated leg kicks where you're kicking your legs straight and then bending straight and bending, or potentially you're practicing standing up and sitting down from whatever surface you're on, potentially your bed or a couch or a kitchen chair, but practicing standing up and sitting down. Those specific exercises on certain days might feel really challenging and it might really get your heart rate pounding. So therefore it would be a high intensity interval exercise. Now on those days, on these fatigue days, Maybe your low intensity exercise could be what I call arm jumping jacks. Meaning you're just doing the arm piece of the jumping jacks where your arms go out and up overhead and then down below, then overhead and down below. Maybe that is an exercise that brings your heart rate down. Or maybe a low intensity movement you could do is a hamstring stretch or a seated rotation Or one of my favorites is something I call arm pumps, where you're sitting up nice and tall and you're just pumping your arms right by your side. Nothing too extreme, but it gets your core and your arms moving. These are examples of what could be low intensity movements for you. I will say there are some days that I just suggest your low intensity movement be breathing, just simply bringing your heart rate back down. And then once it's down, go back to the high intensity interval exercise. So that switching back and forth is what makes it interval training. So you don't just do one round of the high intensity, then one round of the low intensity, you do several rounds. So now let's talk about what an example might be on a day that you are feeling strong and maybe today is a good day for you. High intensity exercises on that day might be something like climbing stairs, Going up and down your stairs, whether it's a full flight once or a full flight multiple times or even a half of a flight, but stair climbing can be a great way to use a lot of muscles and increase intensity. Or maybe walking, whether that be walking around your home or walking outside, but just walking, maybe at a quicker pace or maybe at a normal pace for you. Another example of a high-intensity exercise on these days could be practicing standing up from the floor and then getting back down to the floor. So this big movement that uses almost every muscle in our body. So practicing standing up and then getting down to the floor, or maybe if you have a bike at home, you could practice cycling on a stationary or recumbent bicycle. These are all ideas of what a higher intensity exercise could be on a day that you're feeling stronger. And on these days, a low intensity movement might be walking in place. So you're standing up and you're marching your legs, but just lightly, just enough to bring your heart rate down. Or maybe it's a seated core exercise. One of my favorites is something I call a seated ab lean back, where you're sitting up nice and tall at the edge of your chair, chair without wheels, and you hinge backwards and then pull yourself up with your abdominals and then hinge back and pull yourself up. So maybe you do a seated core exercise or maybe you're sidestepping. You're standing up nice and tall, with good posture, and maybe you take 10 steps to your right and then 10 steps to your left and just stepping sideways can be a low intensity exercise. These are all just examples. I want you to sit down and brainstorm on an average day for you what are some movements that increase your heart rate that feel challenging for you? And then similarly, what are some movements that do not feel as challenging for you and they could bring your heart rate down? So it's ideal if you have a list for high intensity and low intensity exercises. Then when you're ready to sit down or stand up and do your high intensity interval training, you can either choose to pick just one High intensity exercise and one low intensity exercise, and you keep doing those in a repetitive motion, one than the other, one than the other. Or maybe it's different rounds. Maybe your first round, you are doing a specific high intensity interval exercise and then a specific low intensity interval exercise. Then for round two, you do a different high intensity exercise and a different low intensity exercise. Then round three, you do a different one. So it's up to you and what feels more doable for you, but this should be doable on any day, whether you're having fatigue and just a low day, or if you're having a, a strong high day, you should be able to make this work without feeling repercussions of extra fatigue, or extra muscle soreness. And also know, as you hopefully can tell from this talk that we're having right now, you do not need to have a gym membership to do high-intensity interval training movements. Sure, you can use weights if you have them. You can use resistance bands. But there's a lot of movements that you can do without any equipment at all, just in your own home to get your heart rate up as well as lowering your heart rate. So truly anyone can do this. I hope that you feel excited to try something new and maybe switch up your routine. And you can do high intensity interval training with functional exercises. So I'm just gonna remind you, functional exercise is the type of exercise you need to do if you are working towards specific functional goals, such as improving your walking, improving your transfers, improving your stair climbing, things of that sort. If you need a full refresher, I have a podcast episode all about functional exercises. And if you're a member of The Missing Link, then you know all about this. The Missing Link is my online MS wellness platform, where I host all of my favorite MS specific functional exercises. There are so many videos in there, as well as an exercise guide that shares with you exactly which exercises to do each day for six days throughout the week. If you want a glimpse into what this program looks like, check out the show notes and I'll put a link there where you can see a behind the scenes video as to what exactly is included. I hope you found this conversation insightful and inspiring, and I hope you're motivated to go give it a try, even if it's just for five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever you can tolerate today. And please reach out to me, whether it's my email or social media. Let me know if you do try high-intensity interval training. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day.